Hi, this is Sean Hessinger, and welcome to Small Biz in 15, the show where we bring you small business success in 15 minutes or less. Please like or subscribe if you enjoyed the show. Well, small business owners are often overwhelmed with everything from answering customer emails to running marketing campaigns. Enter the virtual assistant. These remote workers can help you build your brand without breaking your budget. Up next, Andrew Cohen, co-founder and CEO of Work Better Now, explains how virtual assistants can help you. So Andrew, just to start out, uh, can you give us an overview of what exactly we mean when we use the term virtual assistant? I mean, what is a virtual assistant exactly? Oh, wow. This term has really morphed in the last couple of years. Initially, when we thought of a virtual assistant, we thought of just someone that was doing admin and data entry located outside of our office, right? It was just someone that we could use remote talent that could fill a gap in process-driven positions. And now that terminology has really transcended and morphed into something really greater, Um uh, you know, since the pandemic, we've noticed and, you know, everyone has started working virtually or remotely. So we're able to use these virtual assistants in a variety of different ways. And I see companies these days using virtual assistants, yes, as executive administer, uh, administrations, but business development and marketing, running their social media channels. I see them using it for invoicing and using QuickBooks. Uh, I've seen them do customer service, uh, and taking inbound calls, sending outbound calls. So really, there's just been a, a, a big variety of positions that people have been using virtual assistants to fill. What kinds of people need virtual assistants? Our business uh, motto is every business should have an assistant. And hmm. so we, we started out with, let's concentrate on solopreneurs because they need an assistant, right? We, we're spending as solopreneurs too much time focused on all these uh, repetitive tasks and time sucking tasks that someone else could be doing and allowing us to, you know, grow our business, right? But, and that's still the case, but it's, a, again, it's more now into companies. I have a, a client that has eight of our virtual assistants. So they're a shipping company, right? A delivery company. So we have one of our VAs takes incoming orders. One of our VAs does customer service follow-up and calls the clients that get them. One of our VAs is in charge of invoicing uh, and running their tabs through QuickBooks. One of our VAs is for scheduling with the drivers. It's amazing what VAs can do. And the talent is out there. And it's, uh, you know, finding that talent and understanding how to hire it, how to utilize it, and how to implement it into your company. So I, I think that what we thought of our target market has really transcended into something much um, greater because the opportunity to use remote talent is has grown since um, the pandemic, especially. We've all started working virtually, and we understand that that barrier, like for us, there's no more a barrier to tell people, hey, you can work virtually. We all know that. We've been doing it for the last two years. Now it's, this is what you can use a virtual assistant for. 
you mentioned so many things uh, in the first answer and the second answer, but if we were to come up with a laundry list of some of the other things that virtual assistants could do, can you mention some other things that maybe we haven't mentioned so far that are that are maybe the top the top things people use virtual assistants for that are the top tasks they might use sure. for? Sure, top tasks, just getting your calendar under way. I mean, I don't know uh, if you're an executive and you have a calendar and you, you're setting meetings, I mean, that takes up a lot of time going back and forth between, you know, yourself and, and the person you're trying to meet. You have a, a an assistant do that. Anything that an executive assistant can do for you, those are really the top things. It's it's sending out invoices. It's follow-ups on sales calls. Like you may have a call with um, a prospective client and you'll say, okay, I'll forward you that information. You just, your assistant does that for you. Um, you know, sending out your invoicing or doing collections. Uh, it's you know, in my business, and we practice what we preach, uh, we have 17, it's a smaller company, but we have 17 people that work for us. And out of those 17 people, uh, 14 of them are located in Central and South America. Those are the same VAs that we hire out to our uh, clients. And they're doing everything from our social media management uh, to, for, for um, recruiting, to recruiting and, and processing uh, incoming resumes, to interviewing clients, all the way uh, to setting events for us. Um, my my executive assistant has we we're throwing an event in New York um, in, in a couple of weeks, and she's contacted the venues and uh, set up the uh, all of the pricing and and done all of my swag that we're giving away. Like literally, all of these time consuming tasks that. Uh, that you don't have time for is that's what our VAs are, are working on. Now we talked about uh, big businesses, small businesses, and I know this is always, our focus is always small business, but I, I, I know this is a perilous area because what is a business, big business? What is a small business? But I always think, what about those people who say that sounds great? It sounds awesome to have somebody to manage all this stuff. Um, but I just don't think I can afford it. I don't think I can justify it. I don't think I can, I, I don't know how I'm going to, it just seems like money I'm paying for. It's convenient, but I mean, is it really costing me anything to just do it all myself? What's the value proposition of something like this in terms of a virtual assistant, in terms of having somebody handle all these things that you're having to do otherwise? So we offer full-time dedicated assistance, which is 40 hours a week for $1,900 a month. And, and, give or take comes out to about $11 an hour. Mm -hmm. That value prop is as an owner of a company, an entrepreneur, what is your time worth? And how could you better be spending your time? Uh, if Look, if you're not able to spend your time in a, in a way that you're going to generate new clients or generate more income, maybe it's not the right time to hire a VA. But there's, you know, again, our company is only one model uh, you know, you can hire part-time off of uh, Upwork or Freelancer. I mean, there's a lot of different, or Hire My Mom is another place. There are a lot of different um, sites that you can hire these part-time uh, VAs as well. What I say is, if, you're, if your time is, you've figured out your time is worth X amount of dollars and you're performing tasks that you can pay someone $11 an hour to, then you're really not getting the value out of your own time. Um, that's just the, the way of looking at it if, you're, if the money is the main obstacle. Um, you know, we always also say that you know, your time is worth something even personally. 
right? So what's that personal time worth to you? Because, you know, you're, you're spending as, as these, as business owners, we spend so much of our thought every day based on our business and away from our family. And even if it's giving us some more time to think about our family, that's a value proposition in itself. We talk about uh, virtual assistants, and then we also, a lot of people talk about freelancers. Is there a difference between these two ideas? There, there's a huge difference. Uh, and so freelancers are pro- uh, primarily can be part-time, project-based, uh, working with many different clients as opposed to one client. Uh, that's, uh, again, broad, but when I think of freelancer, that's what I think of. So you may hire an editor to come and edit this, and it would be a freelancer. He'd come in for, on a project base, and you know that he's working with other clients as well. VAs, especially our VAs, are only full-time and dedicated to our clients. So our clients know that when they, they're really part of the team as opposed to just someone who you're hiring to complete a task. And they understand your mission, your vision, uh, your goals, and they become part of the engine that drives you towards them. So it's, it, they're more of an employee for you than anything else without the hassle. Um, and I think that that really separates how companies are looking at VAs as opposed to freelancers. There are, you know, we've hired freelancers in, in the past also to do, uh, you know, we, we put together a, uh, an e-book, an e-guide, and we hired a freelance designer to come in and design this project and we hired them off of uh, Upwork and it was a great experience. And, you know, uh, so I think that outsourcing tasks these days is just something that we're all doing. But there is a big difference between how we look at a freelancer uh, and how we look at a virtual assistant. So, Andrew, let's say I- I'm ready to hire a virtual assistant. I think it's a great idea. How do I go about making sure I find the right one? And, and how? what kind of vetting process do I go through to make sure? Because this is a person I've never met. Okay. So, there's the, we have to first distinguish if we're hiring through an agency uh, like mine or if you're hiring off of a platform. Uh, when it, through an agency like mine, we vet, they have a very deep vetting process in which um, we do English tests and um, skills tests. We have uh, multiple interviews. We do background checks, criminal background checks and reference checks, right? So it really is a, a long process. I actually speak to every VA we hire personally. It's a long process, but let's say you're hiring off of Upwork or Freelancer. There's ways to vet there as well. Uh, you know, first we look at completion rates of the projects that they're on. Uh, what are the ratings from the clients that they uh, did work for? Uh, you know, how many clients did they work with? Is it more than fifty or less than fifty? Right, that says something about them. Uh, what are the re- who are the references that they're listing? And you should call those references and find out a little bit of backstory on them. So I think that. The information is still out there. You just have to be more proactive and diligent about finding the answers to the questions that that you have. I was also thinking uh, about, uh, we were talking a little bit, we brushed the surface of uh, budgeting and and whether you could afford this or not. And you mentioned some, you threw some prices out there, particularly for your own agency, but what's the range? And I'm sure it's pretty broad about what you're going to end up, like how, 
like how cheaply you could start this or can we be specific about some of the costs involved? Sure. I, I, again, I don't know quality wise, but cost wise, you can hire someone off of some of these sites for as little as $4 an hour, um, you know, from Philippines and India. Uh, and you might be able to find someone that delivers you really quality work. Uh, then you have uh, companies that like mine who are, be, you know, sim somewhat similar between maybe 1200 a month to 1900 a month is what we charge. And then you can go to U.S.-based companies, which, you know, offer uh, U.S.-based talent for, you know, up to X amount. It could be, you know, 50000 a year. I, you know, it depends. But I think whatever your budget is, you can find someone that fits into that range and that can help you in some way or another. And now it's time for our small biz tip in 15 seconds or less. When running your small business, don't go it alone. Virtual assistants can help you build your business at a cost that won't break the bank. Thanks again to Andrew Cohen of Work Better Now. And please like or subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And for more small business news and tips, join us at smallbiztrends.com.